In its earliest days, the major function of radio was news. What's going on here? Where everybody go? Why don't you put on a show and charge admission? What kind of show? I would say something with music and comedy. Murder. Now you're talking. It'll be a show for everyone who loves music and murder. <laughs> Come along, old chap. We got us a show to do. Showtime. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Here we go. Ready. And away we go. It is the Ground Control Radio Network. Jackson to the pharmacist. I have terrible news for you today, Brian. I'm going to be out for the uh, remainder of the season with a blown Achilles. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I know we worked hard at this, but... Uh... Did you slip and fall while you were masturbating to Aaron Rodgers last night? Is yes. that what happened? Dude, oh, I was so bummed out I, you have no idea well you of course you do have an idea because you've heard me talk about it for the last last week but you know i got sucked into hard knocks and and uh, i've always liked aaron Rodgers, and you know i'm like man the jets are going to be good this year it's not even a team i like but i just you know got sucked into the hype and they got a young uh you know bunch of young superstars on the team and now they got a veteran quarterback and i'm thinking these guys are at least going to be fun to watch Right, so I turned it on last night. I got my kid to watch. I was like, "Come on, man! It's Aaron Rodgers, Jets." He's like, "The Jets." I'm like, "Dude, the Jets are going to be good this year. Seriously, this is going to be a fun game." And what was it? Three, four plays in, and he blew out his Achilles. And uh, by the way, that's confirmed. He's out for the season. Oh yeah. Do you think he ever plays again? That's a very good question. Because, because that seemed that's... to be a question even heading into this season. Yeah, and then to go through know... everything he went through with the decision and all this other stuff. Right. And by the way, when that happened, at any point did you recall my cautionary tale throughout all of your enthusiasm? And I said to you, he's 39. Yeah, but you know. Tom Brady. Tom Brady not everyone, But that's the thing. Not everybody is Tom Brady. And Tom Brady went through that insane regimen to try to keep himself limber and young. Growth hormone? Steroids? <laughs> what do you mean? No, the uh, the flexibility with the bands and everything else. Yeah. Uh, I think if he had any work done otherwise, it may have been plastic surgery on his face. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily affect your football playing ability. But no, I had said to you, you get older, not everybody is Tom Brady. And usually when it ends for people, it ends abruptly. They fall off a cliff, and that was the thing everyone kept waiting for with Brady. That was the phrase they always used. But remember how quickly Peyton Manning just fell off the table. And, I mean, even Russell Wilson, who's a lot younger now, he's like 34. Yeah. You know what, man? they got to get rid of this artificial turf. You know how many people get hurt on yeah. that crap? Like, his mm-hmm. foot got stuck, and that was it. And, uh, like, it didn't even look that bad on TV. You were like, what? I can't tell. Did he roll it? Did he twist it? And then when they slowed it down, I was like, uh, his foot stuck in. And um, Yeah, that's a season-ending injury. Now, I know people that have had that injury and have made a full recovery and come back. And How uh, old were they and what were they doing with their lives? Well, you know, well, f- for example, my uh, the kickboxing instructor at my gym mm-hmm. uh, blew out his Achilles. Um, kickboxing. About uh, two years ago, and uh, well, he's he's a different breed. He was he was back, he was actually back in the gym in two weeks teaching with a boot on, um, but he's nuts. 
But he made a full recovery, and I, I feel like, you know, Aaron Rodgers said he wanted to play like another three or four years, right? So I think he comes back next year. I don't know. Well, man. the thing is, remember he know. did that, what did he call it, the quiet retreat? I can't remember what the phrase was, where he was in isolation for, was it 48 hours? And he was trying to reflect and decide whether or not he should continue his career yeah. or not. And then he emerged, and he basically said without saying yes, but not for Green Bay, only for the Jets. And uh, then we get all of this lead up to get to this point. Um, that's the one reason why I ask myself, is he going to spend another two days underground, whatever, coming up with this decision? Or do you reach this point when, you know, next year he's going to be 40? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, but I don't think he wants to go out like this. You know, it's going to be one of those things where he wants to go out on his own terms. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just yeah. a crap way to go. He didn't even complete a pass, man. I mean, But the reality is, and this is what I think he's also going to think about. Let's just take you and I, for example. How often do you go out on your own terms? Well... <laughs> Not yeah, very many I, do. I mean, Brady I did to a degree, but do you think Brady, if he had it to do over again, might have taken his bow the previous season? Eh, I don't where know. Where he made it to the NFC Championship eh, game? I don't know. I mean, I think if I think back, like maybe Joe Montana or somebody might have. You know, yeah, I mean, kind of went off the, there you go. Another um, good example. There, there are plenty of, of examples of people that probably should have bowed out earlier, but I just can't. I don't know, man. That's a it's a good question. I don't know what he's gonna do. But that's gotta be just terribly disappointing. Not not only for Aaron Rodgers, but for the team, because they were so hyped uh about this season and, and every you know, all the pieces uh coming together and it just it looked like they were gonna be a damn good team. They still won with their with their backup who's now their starter, who was last year's starter. Um, they still pulled off the win against a... He didn't exactly look Rodgers-esque oh, last God, night. No, and no, it took looked, a miracle at the yeah, end. He took, and yeah. It was a great finish, and yeah. it was a, you know a great game when you really look back on it in that way. But I will say a couple of things here. First of all, um, this only helps the Patriots. This is within the division, and right. it really and totally did look like they were going to be last in the division for sure. Now, uh, that's up in the air. I'm not well, going to tell you they're going to the win J the division. The, the Jets still have a lot of great they players. They have a lot of talent. They got but a the lot thing of is, talent. They had a lot of talent the last few years, except for the quarterback position, which was always the bugaboo. And Belichick has constantly dominated the Jets, unlike the uh, Tua-era Dolphins. Yeah. So, and the other thing I will say, too, is what's going on with Josh Allen? Because... The Bills do not seem to be the force that they were. I would say for the last half season for them, and even heading into last night, where that guy, he's lucky he didn't blow out an Achilles. He's running around way too much. Yeah. And I think that really affected his game last night and cost the Bills the game. So if the Bulls, let's just say this is a trend that continues, if they're not the powerhouse that everybody thinks they're going to be, if the Jets are going to be competing now without Aaron Rodgers, suddenly now things get a little bit more interesting within the division. But with that having been said, I will say this. I'm never somebody, even when it comes to an opponent, who roots for people to get hurt no. and have an injury affect things. So for as much as you said... This devastates Aaron Rodgers' teammates. This should, if you're an NFL fan, devastate you because this would have been an interesting story I would, uh, to yeah. follow for the entire season. And, yeah. and this is really damaging to the NFL. This is not that the NFL is ever going to be hurting for viewers, 
But this was one of the things that was so highly anticipated, yeah. and they went all in with the hard knocks coverage and everything yeah, else. Yeah, it was this year's story, and I was pretty mm-hmm. excited for it. And, I mean, enough. It's a bummer. It's a total bummer. Enough to where I like got in front of the TV last night. I'm like, all right, let's see the Jets. And, uh, and it's the Jets. I mean, when was the last time anybody got it? Unless you're a Jets fan, anybody got excited about the Jets. I believe Joe Namath was their quarterback. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that was just a bummer. Just yeah, a no, bummer. It's too bad. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that, uh, that backup know, is... This is, uh, a, this is another thing, too, that I've been hearing a little bit today. Ever since they've extended things to the 17-game season, yeah, and it's messed with the preseason so much, and so many big-name players, and you can exclude, actually, Aaron Rodgers and this stuff, there was a lot of bad football this week. And I think the fact that the starters aren't playing as much in the preseason yeah, would cut pit- is, is presenting average. a problem yeah. for this league because I, I kind of feel like the preseason is now and you're not seeing great football. And when that happens, too, this is where people can get hurt. And you really don't want that to start a season. Well, I'll tell you, the only team that uh, seemed to come out and look good right off the bat was, and God, this pains me to say, but it was the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Well, was it that they looked unbelievable or or that the Giants were just atrocious? Good question. Yeah, good question. Um, But uh, Miami's fairly decent, aren't they, this year? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, not, I, I don't, to me now, I don't think the Pats have got a pass here, man. I, you know, no, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if a season where I was just like, ah, they have no shot at anything because, uh, I mean, Miami is Miami with and with Tua too. Like I said, they yeah. dominate the Patriots. The Bills have been the Bills, but then again, we saw the Bills, uh, and and how they played last night. And uh, yeah, I, give I don't it to like Game Three though, because yeah, the Eagles and Jalen Hurts looked. Pitifully average, well, but and, I know and that's exactly speaking to what I said about the way gonna, the preseason is set up now. It, it, this this is not how you want your seasons to start. You had so many teams in disarray. Kansas City didn't look like themselves. The Super no, Bowl champs, yeah, Philly didn't look like themselves. Yeah. The runners up. I mean, anybody got to a slow start this year? Yeah. Um, <laughs> outside of Dallas, or I'm just yeah. going to go with the Giants. Really, really suck. <laughs> Because that's easier to say than the Cowboys well, they, are they good. Had, they had kind of brought themselves back to some form of relevance last season, and then yeah. you watch that game. And again, does it speak to what I'm saying right now about right. the way things are set up? And you know what it is, as it is for every business. It's all about the dollar signs. The more regular season games they can have, the more money they can make. But at what cost to the players and the product? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Well, Zach Wilson is uh, is just going to have to step up and play some football this year. He's surrounded by a ton of really talented people, and he's not bad. I mean, I think I think he'll rise to the occasion. He's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. Has but he I, risen to the occasion up until well, now? And did you see the look on his face when well, he well, suddenly he looks realized like he's ten that he no the, when he realized that he had to come in? Yeah, he looked like the kid last night who forgot <laughs> that he had to give an oral report right. today, and he did no work on yeah. it. <laughs> and he thought, "What me? I'm a." I, th- I thought I was sitting for the entire season. Dude, when they flashed the camera to him, and I was like, Jesus Christ, he does look like he's like 16 years old, man. He's just a pup. Um, I can't imagine uh, 
that they're going to go through the entire season with him. And then the question No, you don't comes, think so? No, I don't think so. And huh. I mean, I've been listening a little bit today, uh, people speculating as to who could be a replacement and who may not be. I mean, um, Carson Wentz. Uh, I heard I heard Flacco being tossed. Around. Oh God, no! Flacco has been everywhere, dude. Is <laughs> Flacco retired? Where, where's uh, Flacco now? I mean, he's. I believe he's a free agent. I don't yeah. know that he is technically retired. I just feel like I also anytime... heard a name. I heard a name that might interest you. Yeah. How about Nick Foles? Well, now see, I don't. I don't know though if Nick is uh, if he's done. Or if he, you know, I mean, look, when he, if you surround with him, ta- uh, surround him with talent, he's a good quarterback, right? I'd rather see Nick Foles than Flacco. Yeah, you know, but uh, what's Nick Foles doing? Isn't he done? Isn't I think he he's a free agent too. I think he retired. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, hey, you know somebody else who uh, is available and not doing anything? Mm. Tom Brady. Yep. <laughs> I, now that. I don't think that's going to happen. How but can you imagine you? Oh with, if within the division, oh my he God. goes to the Jets? What a storyline that would be! Oh. Do you think he'd ever do it? I really think he's done. Yeah. Um, when he retired the first time, I said, "Eh, I don't know." And then he yeah. ended up coming back. This time, I really do think he's done. That would be a great story. But, though. Oh man, come on! <laughs> that would be epic. I mean, even as a Patriots fan, because I still I love Brady. Yeah. And even if he's even if Tom Brady played at eighty percent, he'd be better than what they've got. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? I'd offer him a buttload Get of money. Get Gronk out of retirement. Yeah. Come on, offer him a buttload of money and see what he says. You never know. Worth a shot. You never know. I mean, uh, it's not over till it's over. So. Um, you know and what? Plus, I, he doesn't have Giselle in his ear anymore. That, that's what I was going to say. It's like you know, it was for a while there. It was it was that it seemed like she was calling the shots, you know. And uh, boy, that almost never happens that the wife is calling the shots. Never. Never. What's uh, who's Brady with now? Does he get a girlfriend? What's There's his? Uh, some model. I can't remember her oh, name. Go, go that, figure. Uh, a model has been bouncing between him and I can't remember. She was. There were photos taken. Of her with somebody else too. Uh, I haven't been following his love life that closely, but in preparing for what we do here every once in a while on TMZ, I I see a little something something on that. Mm. So uh, don't worry, he's going to be fine. Well, uh, now you got me thinking about it. Now now I'm thinking, boy, somebody get on the phone to Brady because that would be. An, I dude, I, I say that mostly in jest. I, can't I know, but, I, but I, no, it would be amazing. I was so let down by Aaron Rodgers getting hurt because I was so ready for that story this year and just wanted to follow it. Uh, good, bad, indifferent. I, I just wanted to follow that story, and it bummed me out. So let's create another story. Let's. Get you know what happened? <laughs> so Brady signs. He takes a month to get ready. Yeah. Uh, second down and seven. First. <laughs> series of the game can you imagine there's an acl can you imagine <laughs> oh dude <laughs> that and you know what that yeah maybe he should just stay retired i mean what, what is he like 46 now oh I mean, god i don't even know let me see hang on. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look that up for you how I mean, old is tom when brady you say, when you say that it's like uh, he's 46 yeah you're right yeah. 46 <laughs> yeah still no, looks he's, pretty good he should be done yeah, <laughs> yeah he should be done <laughs> Um, you know what I pulled out for you today, Brian? I, oh, boy. Uh, I found all... I can, I can imagine a few things it could be. <laughs> Unfortunately, I... we're not on a Zoom. <laughs> I found all the Van Halen 
because I, ah. I wanted to put you to the test today. Brian's got a little party trick, right? We've been talking about this over the last week or so. He can take any Van Halen song. At least he, he used to be able to. I want to see if he can still do it. Uh, I'm a little older now. This is a little bit more mileage on the hard drive. can take any Van Halen song, and I can play just a second of the intro. Like one second. just Less a, than a second. Yeah. And he will tell you the name of the song and what record it came from. Um, which is pretty impressive. Let's, uh, matter of fact, here you go. Ready? Oh, oh that's an incredible rock. I could yeah, barely hear it, it but, but I can still it, tell it you from women and children first. It didn't yeah. come through. Even, even without being able to hear it, I still got it. Well, what's weird is I hope I'm not having that problem with the, the Van Halen songs again, which is why I've not been able to play you, uh, well, uh, then maybe Van Halen we should songs. hold off to another day. Don't well, worry. I'll, we I'll, got... I'll play with it while we're, uh, All right. while we're chatting. Um, actually, let's uh, let's play a couple songs. Get us underway this afternoon on a what do we got today? Tuesday, a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. Mm, Tuesday, and uh, you know mm. we've worked places in the past where it was double shot Tuesday. Yeah, I don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of double shot Tuesdays? Be well, honest. I mean, it depends on the artist because be it'll either be like ten minutes of yes. Or 10 yeah. minutes of, oh, what the F? That was always my thing. It was like, okay, Double Shot Tuesday's cool if you like the artist. If you don't, then it's 10 minutes of garbage. And I well, always thought people were going to like tune out. You know? Then you're forgetting about Block Party Thursday. Do you remember those where <laughs> yeah. it was three in a row? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So it'd be what? Jackson. I thought we said it was. At- Atomic Punk three times by Van Halen. I always said it was Block Party Weekends. Did we? Oh, they did that party Thursdays. They yeah, probably before you got there, they did Thursdays. But yeah, it was uh, it was weekends for the most part. I think by the time you got there, yeah. Yeah, there it is. All right, cool, cool. All right, let me let me give you one more, just see if you can do it. I just want to see if you can do it. Uh, And I'm trying to throw you for a loop today and play you stuff that maybe like. Sharon? No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do any Sharon. Uh, because a, nobody would know if I'm wrong or right. right, right exactly, nobody listen to exactly. Van Halen 3. Here's a good one, ready? What was that? That wasn't the same song? Yes, it was. <laughs> I was going to say. Very good, dude. <laughs> I told you I was trying to throw you for a loop. Just yeah, not well, falling for it. All right, how yeah, about this well, one? Yeah. Let's see if you get this one. Ready? Mm-hmm. That would be a uh, little dreamer off of the first album. Holy crap! <laughs> what year? Seventy-eight. Oh my god! That's a deep cut. <laughs> All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Now, see, now you got me into it. So now, now I kind of want to do a couple of these. All right, uh, let's try this one. Ready? What was that? Wow, that was really quick. Yeah. Hmm. Give me a little bit more. That was unbelievably quick. Well, you said you could do it on... I, I said on the first note or one second, you're like, faster. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Yep. Ready? Ready? Listen carefully. Here it comes. Oh, that's Can't Stop Loving You. Damn it! Ballot CD, 1995. <laughs> that's good, dude. All right, one more. Uh, let me try to get you. Let me see if I can get you with one. Um, no, that one's going to be too easy. There was one time that we were doing this. I think when I was with you at MMR, yeah. you're like, what about this one? And you pulled something from a live album and just played the audience. I'm like, yes. dude. <laughs> but I thought, I'm you good, know, but I'm not that good. I thought, but hell, who knows? He might you know, have listened to this live <laughs> album so many times he knows what the crowd sounds like in it. Um, I think I can hear my friend Greg. <laughs> That's top of the world. All right, ready? 
Oh, that streams from 5150, 1986. All right. Van Hagar. All right, ready? Here you go. That's Jamie's crying from the first album, 1978. (laughs) Or it could be Tone Loke. I'll have to double check on that (laughs) wild thing. I don't know how you do this, dude. I really don't know how you do it. I'm a loser. I I wasn't getting laid in high school. This is all I did. All right, ready? Here we go. Oh, that one's not playing. Damn it, I thought I'd get you on this one, too. No, that one won't play for some reason. Oh, here we go. Let's try. Let's try this one. Dance the Night Away, Van Halen 2, 1979. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't. <clears throat> I have no idea. I seriously have no idea how you do this. This uh, is where oh, I'm the I've rain got man. one. I've right. got one. All right. Now, if you get this one, I'll be thoroughly impressed. I mean, I'm pretty impressed already, but if you if you get this one, I'll be thoroughly impressed. All right, here we go. That was dancing on a Yes, it was. <laughs> I can't get him when I throw the double. <laughs> I try to get you with uh, and make you think there's no way I'd play the same one twice. All right, ready? Here mm-hmm. we go. Oh, that's uh, One Foot Out the Door from Fair Warning, 1981. Holy shit! That'd be the final track on the album, which um- follows... Sunday afternoon in the park. I was like, there's no way he's going to get this one. It's just it's way out of level. No, that one's crazy obscure, but wow. sorry, man. This is what you're up against. Unreal. All right. I may dig up some more. but <laughs> that's, We haven't it, proven the point yet? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as long as we were doing Van Halen, let's actually play one. This is yeah. quite possibly... Um, no, it definitely is my favorite Van Halen song of all time, which is Mean Street. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you better play, you bitch. You better. <laughs> I just got done saying you're my favorite song. Right, here we go. Try this. This Because I'm going back and forth doing this stupid thing, I've got my program all jacked up. Yeah, it's not going to play that one. Son of a... All right. All right. Well, then I'll play you one of my second favorites. All right. This um, might be a tie for second favorite. Uh, Jamie's Crying. It's Van Halen. And it's on the Ground Control Radio Network.
Diary of Jane. Breaking Benjamin, and it's on the Ground Control Radio Network. Jackson of the Pharmacist, good afternoon. You know who else is afraid to fly? Ben Burnley from uh, Breaking Benjamin. I interviewed him years ago, and uh, he won't do... They've never done a European tour. There have been musicians and athletes who have quit over the travel because they can't stand getting on airplanes. Yeah, he was like, "Uh, maybe one day I'll consider getting on a boat or whatever. Hey, do me a favor. Yeah. Um, Unplug your mic and plug it into another Uh, channel. There we go. Hold on. (laughs) It's doing doing that weird thing. I was just reading this article on uh, Sharon Osbourne revealing the secrets behind 40 years of marriage to Ozzy Osbourne. She says, it's not been easy, but it reminded me about, I guess, about five or six years ago when uh, they almost got divorced because apparently she caught him cheating. He was like screwing around with his hairdresser or something. And then when all the news came out, he eventually uh, admitted to like sleeping with several different women. And I'm like, Ozzy's like 68 years old. And then she said he had a sex addiction. And I'm like, what 68-year-old man has a sex? What 60-year-old man is still having sex? Somebody who can afford a lot of Cialis. And by the way, is this any better? A little bit. A little bit, yeah. All right. Right. We can make it uh, better, better next time we play some music. But yeah, you were starting to fade again. Well, Um, the weird thing about Ozzy is I've only participated in one interview with him. Have you been able to talk to him? Oh, yeah. I've interviewed him like uh, probably five or six times. And I wish I still had the audio because there were a couple times he was very coherent and was awesome. And told great stories and was just an amazing interview. And then there were times he was so out of it that it was just psycho babble, dude. And I saved some of the audio of the bad ones. And he's just, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, gee, man. Well, my experience was this. And you want to talk about something that even if he was on his game, it threw him off so early. I was interviewing him with our old friend, Carolyn Fox, who we used to work with. Uh, yeah. She of HJY, she of WRX. Yeah. And uh, she started the interview by saying, hi, Ozzy. I don't know if you remember me, but we slept together five years ago. And he was just like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> it was so clear to me at that point. I'm like, oh, Sharon. <laughs> oh, poor Sharon. Oh, uh, well, now here's the thing. I don't I wouldn't know whether to believe Carolyn or not. <laughs> well, she eventually told him that she was kidding. But by the time she told him, the damage was so clearly done yeah. based on his reaction. I just remember when, you know, when he got caught banging his hairdresser or whatever it was, and then Sharon in the news saying, you know, we're going to get him help. He has a sex addiction. And I'm like, what 68-year-old man has a sex addiction? This is not a thing. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's all that common, although I'm trying to think if there are any older guys who've gotten themselves into trouble at that age. I mean... Would you say that Hugh Hefner had a sex addiction? I think Hugh Hefner just liked being around the ladies. I don't know if he was... I want to say I saw um, an interview with one of the... Met my, was he one of his girlfriends or maybe even one of his wives? Where she and by the like, way, all of them have PTSD. If you, you see yeah. any of their interviews now, yeah. just how horrific it was at the Playboy Mansion. But I think you know she, she said they didn't really have sex that often. Really? Like it wasn't a, yeah, it was more just he liked having all these ladies around. But So it's like being married. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around in your bathrobe all day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just, I'm like, I, I just can't see Ozzy with <laughs> And 
How many women are clamoring over 68-year-old Ozzy who can't spit out a sentence? Well, the thing is, man, money is the ultimate I aphrodisiac. Guess, you remember Anna sh- Nicole Smith with that guy who was practically a corpse? Yeah. But he was a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. But but Sharon controls all the money in that family. It's not like if you hook up with Ozzy, you're going to get rich. Sharon's going to have you offed. <laughs> you Dude, maybe, I mean? uh, maybe I should hook up with Sharon. <laughs> now that you mention it. Now that's, that's She's got the, control of the books. That's the path. Yeah, that Anna Nicole thing was, whoa. Yeah, he was, dude, he was old, old, in a wheelchair and like looked like he was going to die any second. And the other thing like, I'll say, I too, love him, I love him. You know, if you mess around with Sharon and if Ozzy catches you, what is he going to do? <laughs> okay, there aren't many people I can take. I think I can take 68-year-old Ozzy Osbourne. I, he's kind of badass crazy, though. Do You, you don't know what he's going to do. I yeah. mean, he would he, he, he might surprise you. All right, I guess I'll just go back to focusing on your wife. Uh, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. hey, think about if, this. If there's anybody I know who can kick my ass, it's you, so I better shut the hell up. If you want to uh, be reminded how old you are, yeah. uh, Ozzy's kids, Jack is 37, wow. Kelly is 38. Jeez. Oh, doesn't it feel like yesterday you were watching them as teenagers on the, on the Osbournes? On, on the Osbournes. Yeah. Wow. Nah, it's crazy. Kelly is 38 years old. Dude, she's almost 40. That blows me away. I wish I was almost 40. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever think you'd say that? No, I never did. Did you ever think you'd look back and go, man, 40. Wow, (laughs) I was so young. (laughs) You know what terrifies me? The fact that we're probably at some point going to look back at 50. Oh, my God. I know, right? (laughs) Right, right. I remember one time, and I was like pretty young, and, and as a student of comedy, I was watching this documentary yeah. about the Honeymooners, uh, the old Jackie Gleason, Art Carney show. And Art, Art Carney was talking about those episodes, and yeah. he's like, you know, and really, back then, we were just kids. We were like 29, 30, and I'm like, kids? You were 29, 30? Yeah. Now I'm like, kids. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, how your perspective changes really so does. quickly on really that front. Um, so this uh, Cavacante dude is still out there. I was just asking you about that. He is making the police just look foolish, man. I mean, I know they're out there doing the best they can do, but this guy clearly has some, you know, survival skills and, uh, you know, (laughs) he's... Well, the way he broke out, he's like Spider-Man. Well, yeah, and then he broke into a house and uh, the the owner of the house shot at him seven times. Uh, There's no word yet. They say they don't suspect he was injured. It was like um, an episode of the A Team, like we were talking about. Right, how right. Where they just then have machine guns going off for forty-five sh- minutes. Nobody gets hit. Nobody gets hit. Nobody. The only thing that gets hit is like cars and windows. <laughs> um, yeah, but it. Uh, the owner of the house pulled a gun on him, fired seven shots, and uh, he got the hell out of there. But before he got out, he swiped a twenty-two caliber rifle. So he's got a small caliber rifle. Everybody out there shooting squirrels with it. Um, <sighs> They could not confirm if the man uh, believed to be Cavacante was injured or not. But um, this is what I'm trying to figure out here. And again, you're a lot closer to the story than I am. Yeah. But last week I asked you, I said, how far away, you know, the last place he was spotted, was he from you? You said "Ah, about 30 minutes. Yeah. So then today, a week later, I said, how far away is this house that he broke into a week later? 
uh, that from you, and yeah. you said, oh, like 40 minutes. What is he doing well, he's hanging not, around? I don't know. I don't get it. He's. It's not like he's trying to get out of here. And, you know, he stole that van from the dairy farm or whatever it was and drove it like 12 miles. And it's like, you know, he could have got out on the road and probably got a couple hundred you know, miles away before he ditched right. it and before they even realized it was stolen. I don't know what his deal is, man. He, It's like he, he's just staying in the area. Um, I mean, it, it's really speaking to how wonderful Pennsylvania is. I don't know if the Chamber of Commerce <laughs> wants to run with this at all. Um, but uh, I saw this today. It's not going to be long now, dude, because Dog the Bounty Hunter's coming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he says i saw this did you see it yeah. yeah dog the bounty hunter might join authorities in their massive search for the uh, convicted murderer who was uh sentenced to a life term after he fatally stabbed his ex-girlfriend in 2021 and i think he had stabbed someone killed someone in brazil and escaped prison down there hmm. so the, i think this might be his second murder uh at any rate hundreds of officers uh i listening to the news this morning they said they had 500 officers on it now they've got border patrol they got atf well you uh, said you know one of them too right you have somebody in one of your classes yeah got a a student at uh at my gym that was part of one of the search parties um i think he's still doing it i mean he was like a week ago Um, how frustrating must that be though that's the thing man it's like they set up these perimeters they spot him they have him in the you know within the perimeter and somehow he gets out I mean, the guy's good, <laughs> I guess. Apparently. But, uh... Is yeah. it that he's... You know, this is the question that we're asking about the Cowboys and the New York Giants. Was it that the Cowboys were great or, that or, night? Or the cops are that bad, yeah. Yeah, I and I, I hate... I Believe me, yeah. there is no bigger fan of the police than yours truly. Yeah. But And again, I've never done this line of work. But you would like to think, especially for a guy in... To some degree, I almost wonder, is he staying close as a means of taunting them? Well, that I do wonder that. Like, Or I, I thought about it two ways. Like, I uh, heard somebody actually make reference to that on the news the other night about how, like, you know, showing up on that, that ring, like, doorbell camera and a couple other things he's done where it's like, it's clear he's taunting them now. And And this guy was saying that he's at the point where he he knows he's going to get caught, so he's just taunting and waiting to get caught, which I'm not sure I buy that. But, um, he, you know, I wonder if if he thought that the people around here, like old acquaintances, were going to help him. I thought I read something that he was calling people that he he used to work with. Yeah, and he called his sister, and his sister sister got arrested. Um, because I think when they went to talk to her about this, and apparently she did not help him, mm-hmm. um, but, but he she had, lied about it. No, I think I think she admitted it, but he had made contact with her. But she has overstayed her visa or whatever oh. it is, and she's so they took her in. She's being deported. Yeah. Ugh. Well, the one thing I will say about the taunting element is I don't know how often you watch shows like Twenty Twenty, Dateline. Yeah. Whenever they cover a serial killer. It seems like the serial killers get a high off of taunting the police. Like, they will leave hints and clues right. in, in so many ways. A lot of it, those serial killers would do that. Yeah, right. It they, gets to a point where they just feel like, I'm so much smarter than them, they're never going to catch me. And, you know, ultimately, they always eventually do. Now, thank God this guy isn't out there 
taking people down left and right. Right. That right. Would, what a nightmare that would yeah. be. But I, I wonder if that's something that is exclusive to the mind of a serial killer, or if you're just a criminal in general, I, you probably do get some kind of a rush from being one step ahead of the law. And he's probably aware of the fact that the longer that this goes on, he has this warped sense of celebrity. And I mean, we're talking about these articles that you're pulling because I saw it earlier this morning. They're on TMZ. Like this isn't yeah. just local Philly news. This is all out national. Yeah, it's all over the place. But but does he have access to any of that? Like, does he even realize how like heavily covered this story is? He probably doesn't is? know to the I don't extreme. think he even knows that like, you know, for all he knows, nobody's even talking about it. You know what pisses me off about this? I do 30 and a 25. I get nailed every time. <laughs> every time. This guy. How long's well, he been out? Fear not, dude. Dog is coming. Dog the bounty hunter's coming, man. <laughs> It'll all be over soon. Uh-huh. Dog yeah. the bounty hunter's coming. I've, I've never seen uh, an episode of Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh, is God. that even still on? I don't think so, but it was just god awful. <laughs> it was terrible. Is it um, just this like pathetic attempt by him to get his name back out there? I, good question. I don't know. Like, what makes him think he's better than the like border patrol and the ATF and the the you know Chester police and all the people that are on the case here? But uh, he's like, don't worry, dog's coming. I got this. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. How long before you think dog gets taken hostage? Right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, what you said earlier. And if, if we can be thankful for one thing, it's like, yeah, this guy was in jail from, you know, losing his temper and murdering somebody or whatever the hell he did. But he wasn't a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And he's not out there taking people out. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep. Uh, thank God. It, it appears he's just. But at the same time, he's, it doesn't seem like he's trying to get away. Not to, You know, if you're going to escape from prison, isn't isn't the idea to try to get away? To try to get to another country or go someplace and go into hiding? I mean, I think I find it somewhat comforting that I don't understand the mind of a criminal. Yeah. Maybe right. that says something about me that that makes me feel better about myself because rarely is that the case. But, yeah, it really does leave you scratching your head. Yeah, I don't get All it. All of it. I don't get it. I, I really don't. Because I feel like if he wanted to, he could have been hundreds of miles away at this point. Especially as, as, as well as he's done eluding the police locally. It's like, yeah, that dude, he could have been in another country by now, it seems like. But he's just hanging around. Now that Dog the Bounty Hunter is in the mix, how long before Boba Fett jumps into the fray? (laughs) Another very famous bounty hunter. Dude, you know that uh, reward's up to like 25 grand now? Maybe even 50 grand. All right. Now I have a a question for you. Why don't you come out, right? (laughs) We'll gear up and we'll get out there and see if we can get him. Uh, I like Dog the Bounty Hunter's chances better. (laughs) But I do want to ask you, as somebody who has been out of a radio job for quite some time now, let's just say... Thanks for the reminder, buddy. Appreciate it. Love you. You're randomly walking down a side street. Yeah, and I see him? You spot him. Oh, dude, I'm $25,000 richer because I'm taking him out. He's got a twenty two now. He could that might break the skin. (laughs) (laughs) So no, would you confront him? Would you just like throw caution to the wind for twenty five grand? Yes, I would. Yes. Yeah. I I yeah, I'd try to take him out. Absolutely. Are are you thinking about like maybe turning tricks? I mean, wouldn't you? I'm trying to think how. What would you do if you quickly? You could make twenty. Oh, I would first. I would shit myself and then I'd run. (laughs) Really? Oh, of course. Oh, dude, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I would definitely try to try to take my, especially with the money involved. Yeah. 
Well, you've got, you've got the jujitsu training. What do I have? What am I, I'm going to sit on him? What the hell am I going to do? You're pretty Please. good with a baseball bat. Nah, not You're a pretty bad, good though. baseball player. Why don't you uh, you can carry a bat? I suppose I, I could try that. I, I still don't know how that's going to do against a 22. <laughs> but maybe maybe he's as bad of a shot as the guy who tried to kill him. Jesus. I just keep thinking maybe that, you know, the guy fired seven shots. I keep thinking he, he probably hit him once or grazed him or something. You would think. You would think he's got an injury. But they said but there's no indication. don't you think there would be blood evidence somewhere? That's what they were saying. There's no indication that he was injured. So guess we'll wait and see. Well, but, man, uh, you're licensed to carry. So, yeah. I mean, seriously, if you did come face to face with him, would you pull a gun and, and take your best shot or would you just try to flee well, and I don't think you yourself? I don't think you, <laughs> the laws allow you to just pull a gun and shoot a dude to, yes, I, I think the cops at this uh, point might look the other way now the cops have uh, been authorized to use lethal force but mm-hmm. um no a citizen that would probably well, just get you in more you, trouble you than know he's worth. armed and dangerous so yeah. therefore he is a threat to you I don't know all of the ramifications right. legally but I would have to think Dude, I, across, I would right? absolutely, if I came across him, try to take him out. Yes. <laughs> In some way, shape, or form. Yes. How, how do you but think your wife I, and your keep, kid feel about it? I, all I keep thinking about is that twenty five grand. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take it. You know. So, suppose it was or five it'd grand. Sh- it'd be great just to spot him and see him hiding somewhere. Wait a minute. And then, I know. And I, then I, bring everybody in, and they're like, you're the guy that uh, gets the money because you uh, told us where he was. Forget about the twenty five grand. Imagine the publicity for the ground control radio network. Oh, jeez, right? Dude, it'd blow up. I'm, I'm willing to put your life on the line for that. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. By the way, Mick and Alan just checked in. They're cool with it, too. Yeah. <laughs> As is Rob Fenn, the owner of the entire... Uh, I wonder how Rob's doing, man. He's out on the road with Rob Zombie right now. Last time I heard from him, he was, uh, had a day off in Scranton. Before they played uh, the show up there in Scranton. It didn't come to Philly, which I thought was odd, but they did play Scranton. And I, I want to see. Rob him. was probably hanging out with the escapee and didn't even know it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, I want to say they, they did a couple dates in Europe, too, because I had reached out to him about something and didn't hear back from him for a couple days. And then finally he was like, just got back stateside. We've got a day off in Scranton. And But I think that tour's up um, October. I think he might be I done. He said he was going to be back like end of the month. End of the month, I think. Like that, yeah. I think. I think. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's play a song or two. It is the Ground Control Radio Network on a Tuesday afternoon. Jackson and the pharmacist, and we'll do a little something from Incubus.
Bears, Foo Fighters, and I'll stick around. Ground Control Radio Network, Jackson, and the farm assistant. Good afternoon to you. Happy Tuesday. So apparently somebody bought the Brady Bunch house. Is that what the deal is, Brian? Somebody Or HGTV did a remodel of it and then sold it? Is that what was I'm it? almost ashamed to admit yeah. that going back about a year or two ago, I watched the entire series on HGTV where you know when you watch the Brady Bunch as a kid? They would show an exterior of the house. Yeah. Which is an actual home somewhere in California. I'm yeah, sure well, they would show the, the exterior, and a lot of times they would show, like, the back patio, and then they would always show the main room and the kitchen, right? But the thing is now, that exterior was of an actual home in Studio City in Los Angeles, but all of the interiors that you saw, and even the little backyard, that was all on a studio set. Oh, really? Okay. So... Where you saw the home that had the exterior, if you walked into that home, it looked nothing like what was on the set that they would use for the Brady family. So a couple of years ago, they did a reality show where they decided to renovate the entire place. And speaking of hostage situations from earlier, my wife forced me to watch every single episode. But it was <laughs> a little bit cool because what they did was they had the Brady Bunch cast involved in the renovation. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Exactly. And uh, she's still looking pretty good. Is she really? Yeah. Mm, Not too shabby. (laughs) Think about the young people listening that have never seen the Brady Bunch. I know. (laughs) Your loss as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Right. So they really did a phenomenal job of recreating what the inside of that house looked for the house that has that exterior. And the way the house was shaped, like they had to do a lot of extra work to figure it out. And they used some of the HGTV stars to get that done. And now apparently they have sold this house for quite a bit of money. $3.2 million. In California though, that's like you get a shoebox for three million. But the weird thing is she said uh, she's admitting it's the worst investment ever because she's not intending on living there or having anyone else live there. She's calling it the world's largest dollhouse. Mm. Now, if anything, what you should do is open it up and give tours of it. Because I know you ever see a, a Christmas story? Yeah. Yeah. Now, that house really does exist, I believe, outside of Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken, because I have friends who have gone there, yeah. and I think they went and saw like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and then they checked that out, and they do. You pay for tours, and you get to go through. That's how you make your money back on this thing. But as you and I were discussing this, you started asking me if you could pick a home from one of your favorite childhood TV shows yeah, like, to live you, in. Yeah, did you have a, a favorite home like you didn't even have to think about it no because there was always a different strokes that like penthouse apartment they lived in that's the one that i strokes thought to yeah i I wanted mr drummond to adopt me yeah (laughs) i was tired of the raised ranch on Uh, apple seed drive in greenville rhode island i mean look the the brady bunch house was cool Mm -hmm. uh but the the penthouse maybe it was just because you knew he was loaded the penthouse from different strokes I'm trying to think if there was um... a similar thing going on. I don't know if you ever watched Silver Spoons with yeah. Ricky Schroeder. And I remember in his bedroom, he had that bed that looked like the car. And yeah. I thought that was so cool. Or Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Now, I was a little older at that point, but yeah. that is uh, a pretty decent residence for a kid for sure. So I'm trying to think. Uh... It's, a, it's a tough call. Three I remember hours. having done this in the past, too, like. 
if you could be a character on any TV show that you've ever watched in your life, oh wow, which one would you choose, mm. or which one do you think you would so, fit best in that world? Okay, so you you would be one of the characters, but it would be real life to you. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. To you, it would be real life, and to me, like right now, oh, yeah, okay. In terms of attitude. And how much I can relate to the characters, yeah. and I'm going a little bit obscure, but modern, it's Curb Your Enthusiasm. Everybody's fucking miserable. Yeah. Everybody is very sarcastic. Which is right up your alley. Yeah. yeah. I-, I can relate. I, to- or, or Arrested Development. Oh, that's another good one. But, Especially if you've come from a dysfunctional family. Oh, my God. Talk about dysfunction. Yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> I love Arrested Development. Love. Love us. Oh, that is one of the greatest shows of all time. Yeah. Although when it went to Netflix, and, and incidentally, that's another question for another time. Yeah, how many streaming services do you have? Oh God, too many, dude. We were just talking about this last night. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny about stream, streaming services? Yeah, it's always the fault of one show. Yeah, and I can tell you the yep. only yep. reason why we have Netflix. You pick it up for one show. Yeah, Arrested Development went to Netflix. I'm like, I'm not missing this. Yep. And so then my wife at the time said, "Look, we'll just keep it for the month, the free trial. Then we're getting rid of it." Yep. And then it just it never leaves. Yeah. It's how like many? If, if, do you, how many do you think you have? If you had to. Oh, okay. I can go right down the list for you right now. Go ahead. And I can probably tell you <clears throat> every single show that is at fault for it. Yeah. Um, I have. Uh, Netflix because of Arrested Development. Yeah. I have Apple TV because of Ted Lasso. Yep, yep. I have Disney Plus because of The Mandalorian. Yep. I have Hulu because of Only Murders in the Building with Steve Martin and Martin Short. And by the way, speaking of Martin Short, did you see all this crap from over the weekend? And I can only imagine it's somebody somebody who wants clicks, who said that he's not funny and unbelievably annoying. Speaking of Martin Short, and of course, everyone is losing their minds. Yeah over this and uh do you have hulu have you seen only murders in the building yes so far everyone you've named i i have and for almost the same reason that you do i think the reason i had hulu was i want to say it was for um uh what's the show the 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 handmaid's tale which I, i think was on hulu i thought that was netflix uh, I could be wrong. Yeah, maybe, maybe I don't know. But I, but everyone you've named so far, I, I have Disney Plus for Mandalorian. Um, I had uh, Netflix just because I've always had Netflix. So Netflix in general was that was like my first streaming service. Uh, do you have Amazon Prime? We do. I and have Amazon Prime too. We also have HBO Max, and I hate that we have it for this reason. My wife loves to watch, and just like that, the Sex in the City reboot uh, i haven't seen that no oh god is it bad <laughs> thank your lucky stars yeah. it used to be to a point where i'm like i'm gonna be the good husband and i'm gonna sit and watch this with her after a while i'm like fuck it i'll get a divorce good night right <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing is though too and i, mean, I, I bet you have more than that uh, you only but, named but like four but i bet well, there's more but here's the problem once you get in there yeah like, for me, Arrested Development was the gateway drug. Oh, of course. But then you start poking around, and you start finding other stuff. Like, for example, after we got Apple TV, when we were done with Ted Lasso, yeah. Yeah. then suddenly we started watching The Morning Show. Did you ever watch that? Yep, yep, yep. And, and, th- and by the way, that's coming out within a week, the third yep. season. And that's, we did the Apple TV for Ted Lasso, 
And then watch the morning show. Yes. Yeah. Another Apple TV one, if you haven't seen it, and I think you have. I think we've talked about it. Shrinking. Yep. Yep. With Harrison Ford. Yep. And uh, what's his face? It's Jason, a great show. Uh, Jason uh, uh, Siegel. Is that his Siegel. Name? Yeah. 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 That's a great show. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. The yeah. acting, the writing, everything. And you know what really sucks? And we've discussed how even like I'm, I st- I've never cut the cord. I have cable. I just named all of these streaming services. By the way, I have ESPN Plus too. I just thought of that Same. one on top of it. And yeah, I do have Amazon Prime. Um, Dude, I have I have the UFC Fight Pass. I have ESPN Plus. I have yep. Disney. I have. I, I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. And I had this conversation yesterday, and I said, "That's it. I'm doing away with all this crap." And um, I was trying to, I wanted to see some out-of-market games, especially division games, right? So I wanted to see the Commanders game. I wanted to see the Dallas game. Um, and so I'm, I'm scrambling Sunday afternoon trying to figure out where I can watch these games, right? Um, and it's, they're all over the place this year. So mm-hmm. I'm, finally I'm like, all right, well, let me go to NFL Plus. So I go to NFL Plus. I sign up for the seven-day free trial. And then I go to, I think it was the first one I wanted to see was the Commanders game. And I went to NFL Plus, and I pulled it up, and all it was was audio. So then I'm pissed off. I'm like, God damn, you know. And then I realized that YouTube has the Sunday pass this year, the football pass this year. So I go to YouTube, and I get the seven-day trial of YouTube, uh, you know, Sunday ticket or whatever they're calling it this year. And the problem with that is you then... On top of that, you have to have YouTube TV, right? It never ends. So I got the seven-day trial of YouTube TV, and then I I took a step back, and I was like, you know what? This week, before the seven-day trial runs out, I'm cutting the cord on cable. I'm cutting all these streaming services. The only thing I'm going to keep is the YouTube TV because it's got everything I want to see. I may keep Apple TV, but I'm keeping YouTube TV and then the YouTube football pass, and that's it. That's it, man. They all got to go. It's, but the problem it's ridiculous. is, have you ever tried to unsubscribe from one of these things? Yeah, they're tough. They're tough. They're but, like genital warts. You yeah. can't get rid of them. <laughs> you try and try and try. And, I've, and, never, I've never tried to get rid of genital warts, but thank you for telling me. Well, just take it difficult. from me. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> but I want you to do the math there because I don't know what you... What do you pay for, like... Uh, so we have the, the bundle... Uh, with Xfinity, I, I, I think there you have Cox, but like I have phone, internet, and cable, and well, dude, we ha- we it's have... three hundred bucks oh, a if month. If you took everything that we're paying for between the cable, the Wi-Fi, that's what I'm saying. If I'm paying, if services. I'm paying three hundred bucks a month for Wi-Fi, uh, phone, and cable, and then I add all those streaming services, it's like why are we paying five hundred dollars a month for F and TV? Well, this is what I love too, and I it's said because this at they, the time. they suck you in, you do it, and then you're just like, ah, oh, well, I'll cancel that eventually. When people were originally cutting the cord and going to all these streaming services, yeah. I said to every single one of them, you do realize that these unbelievably low prices are going to last for about 15 minutes. Yeah. And eventually, they're going to either be as much as cable was, or they will surpass it. Yeah. Well, here a story for you today. 
Disney will increase the price for yeah. ad-free Disney Plus and Hulu in October. Yep. Be raised from ten ninety nine per month to thirteen ninety nine in Hulu, from fourteen ninety nine to seventeen ninety nine, and then give it another couple of months and wait and see what happens. And what drives me the most crazy, and we've talked about this before, but it's worth mentioning again. I have all of these streaming services. I have full on cable with a lot of the movie channels, sports. I have Sirius XM, and I. The gateway to that was Stern. I don't even really oh listen my God, to Stern that I, much I anymore. I have it too. Yeah, you're right. And how often do you listen to it? The uh, only time I listen well, to it. I will say I listen to Sirius a lot. I Every time to I'm Sirius. in the car. Yeah. This is why I won't get rid of it. When I'm in my gym, and they, it's one of those 24-hour places, so there's nobody there ever. Yep. Like If you want to change a channel, yep. the only way I can get any sport at all, be it like for me the Celtics, the Patriots, the Red Sox, is on Sirius. They're all on there. So that's why I'm hanging on to that one. But what drives me insane about all of these things, how many nights are you sitting there and you still, with all of this, you can't oh, yeah. find it's, anything it's to watch? And I, I said, what was the old uh, Springsteen song? Uh, oh, 57 channels and nothing all right, on. 57 channels and nothing on. And now, dude, it's like multiply 15, that by 1,500 channels and nothing on. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to give you another reason to crap yourself right yeah, now? Yeah. What's going to happen in six months if the writer's strike and the acting strike is still going on? You think there's no programming to watch now? Oh, yeah. You wait until that takes full effect. Yeah, because, yeah. like, we're dying for the new season of Cobra Kai, which got interrupted by the writer strike Wait, and, and Cobra Kai was on YouTube. Netflix. Well YouTube Red to start and Red. then it moved so to I, Netflix. I may still have YouTube Red. Same thing we got it because for Cobra I got Kai. it for Cobra yep. Kai and, and, and would not have even remembered that until you just said that. There is uh, some kind of an app Andre. that can help find all of the things that you have that you don't remember yeah, and I can try it. to help you unsubscribe from I've seen it. The, the Rocket Money one that will apparently look up all your subscriptions. Is that the one you're thinking of? It might be. But I definitely need one of those because there's like three of them you've mentioned that I was like, holy crap, yes, I have that. But that's another great example, too, where things just constantly jump. Like, I remember uh, comedians in cars getting coffee originally started on Crackle. And then it moved to Netflix. So it's like there are certain things, and they're not making any new episodes of that anymore. But there are certain things where there's just so many reasons to not get rid of things. I guess until radio fires you. Then it right. gives you some new perspective in terms of <laughs> Why maybe. Why am I uh, spending five, six hundred bucks a month yeah, on uh, it is TV? Insanity. Stupid. And how often do you really watch it? I mean. Sometimes I'm like force feeding myself stuff, and yeah. I don't know about you. So the Mandalorian, the first couple of seasons, I were thought were great. phenomenal. Then they went downhill, and then I started forcing myself to watch things that I wasn't enjoying, like the Boba Fett one. Did you watch that? No, uh-uh. I watched Obi Wan. I'm watching now uh, Ahsoka, which is the new Star Wars one. Right, and I'm like, I- I'm I'm hating this, but I'm paying for it. Right, and I'm supposed to be a Star Wars fan, so I suppose I have to watch it. Yeah. Hey, you want a good TV recommendation if you haven't been watching it, and if you have HBO Max, you can. Have you watched Winning Time at all? No. The uh-uh. story of the Showtime Lakers from the 80s? No. Oh, dude. Good. You have got to see it. It's really? all the Bird and Magic Johnson era, and it's got great actors involved. John C. Riley uh, plays Dr. Buss, who is in charge of the Lakers. Adrian Brody is in it. Jason Segel, as a matter of fact, yeah. happens to be in it as well. What's the Michael Chiklis plays Red Auerbach, and it's produced by Adam McKay, 
who used to be a Saturday Night Live writer and used to be the partner of Will Ferrell. And they were the ones responsible for Anchorman and all of those movies that you loved. The funny thing is about this series is they had a falling out over this series winning time. And Will Ferrell is never going to speak to Adam McKay again because he was promised the role that John C. Riley, his good buddy from Step Brothers, took. And Adam McKay rescinded it. And it just blew up their friendship and their partnership mm. as co-writers and co-creators of things. But, man, it is – if you love that era of basketball – and that's when the NBA really started to come back. Oh, yeah. It is so well done. Yeah. Yeah, I tell so, you. So I'm telling you, you're trying to get rid of the streaming services. No. I'm trying to get you to get HBO no. Max. I'm doing it. I am. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut them all, and I'm gonna keep uh, YouTube TV, and I'm gonna keep football to see some out of market games, uh, and that's gonna be it. I'm, I, so you're gonna keep football so you cannot watch Aaron Rodgers. Right. Well, well played. <laughs> Still pissed off about that. I was so excited to follow that. This I told season. you he was 39. I just, dude. I like the story. I love I the know. story. It's not even, you know, it's the Jets. Who gives a f? But the the story, you know, it's a great story. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? Let's uh, let's play. Uh, a go song. bankrupt is what we're gonna do if we keep paying for all this shit. <laughs> right. Uh, we'll do up some shine down. It is forty five, and it's on the Ground Control Radio Network. Gift. One not subtle, one not on the list. Send away for a perfect world. One not simply so absurd. In these times of doing what you're told, keep these feelings no one knows. Whatever.
down now. We're back from the Black Key solo record called Keep It Hid from 2009. That's uh, the uh, title track there. Yeah, uh, Handmaid's Tale was on uh, Hulu, Brian. That's why I ended up getting Hulu, was Handmaid's Tale. And you yeah, said I you was, haven't seen that show I yet. was saying that to you, and oh, to me... dude, you guys... Handmaid's Tale is fantastic. Thing. You know how sometimes you just look at something from afar and you make an assumption about it, and yeah. therefore you stay away from it? Like, sure. for example, very recently, my wife was talking about the movie Scent of a Woman, Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, I've never seen it. She's like, you've never seen it? And I said, no, it looks like it's uh, kind of like a chick, chick flick, flick thing. Yeah. And she's like, this is not a chick flick at all. You absolutely, she's I'm going to make you watch that yeah. today. And we watched it. I was like, I, I've been missing this for how long? Like, this is a really good movie. Yeah, you know what? There was another one recently that I, I did the same thing. And people were like, you haven't seen this? And I'm like, no, nah, it just sounds like, you know, cheesy, but based on the name. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched it and was like, holy crap, this is fantastic. How did I not know about this? So now you're um, doing the same thing for me with The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, well, Handmaid's Tale is good. Yeah, you got to watch that. Because to me, right away, I thought, well, and you even said that it was your daughter who got Hulu because of that show specifically. And that speaks to the stereotype that I have in my head. No, I I think you would. I think you'd really enjoy it, to be honest with you. I think you would. I think you would. Always Uh, looking for crap to watch, man. um, Yeah, just go watch like two or three episodes of it and, uh, you know, give it a couple episodes because a lot of these shows, man, they take a few to get rolling. Kind of like Jackson and the Pharmacist. Yeah. It's, it's for us, it's more like twenty five years. Give, give it like you know, uh, give it like <laughs> give it a quarter of a century. We'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Give it like hundred and ten shows. You know, really don't make any judgment till. Uh, it's so funny. I was talking about. Um, you know what, man? Yeah. Thank God the Ground Control Radio Network is not an app that people have to pay for. Right. <laughs> what are you bitching about? You're getting this for free, okay? I have a I have a friend who it's a friend of. Uh, friend of ours also a friend of my wife's and he used to work uh sales at uh, the radio station mm-hmm. we both used to work for and uh this old italian guy who's a huge red sox fan if you were to talk to him for like five minutes you'd be like oh he's in the mob <laughs> <laughs> like one of those guys the heavy accent and just his attitude and everything but just one of the greatest guys on planet earth love this guy to death right so years and years ago he, I, i'm thinking it's been 10 years now he retired and moved to Florida. Okay, how old and, of a man is he? Um, he's probably mid sixties now. All right, so retirement age. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when and, I hear an Italian suddenly retires abruptly and moves to Florida, I'm like, <laughs> well, there could be a couple of things going on there. Uh, so he. Um, By the way, my name's not Gianni anymore. Well, you're it's gonna, Gene. Listen to this. So when he was in town. Um, you know, there was some show on Netflix, and we were like, oh, my gosh, you got to see this. And we we're like, here's our password, right? Back when you could share a Netflix password, and it was oh, no they're all deal. over that and now. they're all over it now, right? But back then, it was like, you know, no big deal. You could, you, you know, as long as it wasn't total abuse, you could absolutely share your password with somebody. And uh, we let him use our password for years. And then he moved to Florida, and he continued to use our password. And we, we would think it's funny because like we'd open Netflix and it would be like recommended for you based on what you viewed. And we're like, what the hell? Oh, it's Greg. And everything is the yeah. Godfather. And yeah. Good fellas. <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, then Netflix started cracking down. Okay. 
And we warned him a couple times, and he's like, well, no, I'll, I'll send you money. I'll send you money. And we're like, nah, don't worry about it. But if they start cracking down and they double our price, we'll let you know. And then they really cracked down recently over the last couple of months. And so we reached out to him and said, hey, man, um, you know, time for you to get your own Netflix. <laughs> and he's like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you a check every month. We're like... No, dude, you're not going <laughs> to, there's no reason to send, just get your own account. It's probably cheaper than sending us a check every month. And he is like, refuses to get his own Netflix account. He's like, I will send you cash every month. I will send you $5 more than it actually, like he's going out of his way to, to pay us for what he's using on our Netflix account because he absolutely refuses. Oh, I can't be bothered with that. Dude, I, I'm I like, dude, you. you're in hiding. What yeah, are you doing? Why is it that you will not start a Netflix account? He is not retired. A no. guy who wants to pay you cash. <laughs> you don't get blacklisted from Netflix. I mean, I can't even right. imagine. Like, isn't it the oddest thing in the world? We're just laughing at him. We're like, dude, just start your own Netflix account. It will take you literally... Four minutes. The way this is trending, just take his money. I don't want him making a couple of phone calls. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I can't, I don't have the strength to find another co-host, dude. Right. Come on. <laughs> but I, I, you know, it's funny because I think we we talked to him a couple days ago, and he's still like, "Let me, let me just send you money. Let me just send you money. I just, I just can't go. I can't, I can't be bothered." And well, the question is, has he been sending the money? Is he following through on that? Or is no, he but he would. I'll... He would. Okay. He absolutely would. I know he would. But, at but he has. Sa- <laughs> but at the same time, I you know I think last time I was like, dude, I will set it up for you. Just get your own account. <laughs> he won't. He won't. Just when won't you, do uh, it. When you talk to him on the phone, do you hear a clicking sound like every fifteen? Oh, seconds? Oh yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it sound yeah. like you can hear somebody yeah. else breathing on yep. another line? Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's probably not Netflix. Uh, <laughs> that's the only thing I can think. I'm like, what are you hiding from? You don't want to put your personal information in to get a Netflix account. What is your deal, dude? Uh, I, I think crazy. we've cracked that case wide yeah, open. Yeah. There is something else I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Because I saw that yesterday the FDA has approved the latest COVID booster. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I I'm going to just come out and admit that there's so much information and misinformation and mixed messages out there that I don't even know what to do anymore. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. I don't know if it's... I, I, don't, I have to ask you this. I don't where know. Are you, where are you getting the information and the misinformation? Is this stuff that you're seeing posted on social media? Because I mean, I see it stuff- everywhere. I see it on the news. And, I, and, you know, we've talked about this before. I'm one of the people that goes back and forth between all the news channels because... I want to hear both sides of the story, and unfortunately, right. you know, you, you know, let's say CNN and Fox, right? It's like they're both slanted to one side. So I will watch both and then try to make an informed decision based on the information I've got. Like to me, it's very obvious when they're slanting something, right? So I, I try to watch both, watch as much as I can, and then and then try to make an informed decision off that. But how about this? How about asking your primary care physician as opposed to trying to decide if Wolf Blitzer thinks it's a good well, idea? Well, because honestly, like, you know, what my physician might say, yes, absolutely. And the next one, because might he's say, in the pocket of or the next one might say, yeah, I don't know. Well, the like, reason what do you I think? ask? Well, well, let me ask you, are you going to go get it? This is the deal. 
Yeah. I my first of all, my physician says don't don't believe all this crap that you're seeing. And I also come from a pharmacy background, the pharmacist thing. That's where it came from. I was a pharmacy technician for years, and I remember even way back when when a new medication would come out. Oh yeah. And people would have lots of questions about it. The pharmacist would always turn to me and say, "Look, if you took the insert from a bottle of aspirin and read that." You would never take an aspirin in your life because you would see that there's a chance that you could die from internal bleeding just from taking a simple aspirin. If you read what was on birth control packets, you would never let a female loved one in your life ever take that ovarian cysts, risk of cancer, all that stuff. So all that stuff has been kicking around forever. And what they would say to me is if they do a trial of 10,000 people and one person gets one symptom, they are mandated to put it in there. Yeah. So this is where you walk this fine line between whether something is effective or not or dangerous or not. And I think the thing that does scare me a little bit about the COVID vaccines is, first of all, we all know it was rushed like nobody's business. Well, yeah. And I always have it in the back of my mind where they said, hey, by the way, if something goes horribly wrong, uh, these companies will never be liable and no one can sue them. Right. That right there got my attention. Yeah, and then I saw something the other day about uh, where they were finding these blood clots, and I'm like, oh my God, is this real? You know, Heart condition. Yeah, right? All this other stuff. So, so this is the conundrum that I find myself in right now. First of all, I have had a stroke, as we've established. I had a blood clot on my brain back in 2015 from an assault that I sustained. So I've already been down that road. So blood clot really means right, You shouldn't something. walk around with that face that people want to punch. I know. I'm only as God made me, sir. There's really nothing I can do there. So um, there is that. Now, I'm getting ready to hop a plane in a couple of weeks right. to fly out to Los Angeles and then ferry over to Catalina Island. Yeah. And Catalina Wine we, Exactly. I was just watching that the other night. It's the greatest movie ever. And I was, well, I'm like, I wonder if I can go see where they perform Boats and Hose. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, Catalina Wine Mixer. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Pow. <laughs> pow. That's what Pow. <laughs> is, is he saying pow? He's saying pow. <laughs> so uh, now we've all seen this. I don't think there's any denying that the COVID numbers are climbing again. And some people say, oh, that's all manufactured. No, it's not because. Well, no, um, it's that we, time of year. It's just like the flu or anything well, else. There's this, it's, there's this it's, new strain that's out there. And yeah, even uh, like, like I hadn't heard this in forever. But over the weekend, a good friend of ours was in town from New York City because both of his parents got the new strain of COVID and were both hospitalized. And for a little while, it was looking like they might not make it. How long has it been since you heard that? Because I haven't heard that in a real long time. Really? I have have not heard that about this new strain at all. And I know the mom is doing okay now, but the dad, I think, might still be in the hospital. Maybe he just came home, but that got my attention. And not Mm. only that, I have several other friends who have traveled. They've contracted it. It's put them on their asses for Mm. a week. Then you're hearing about Hetfield. They're canceling a Metallica show because of this. Whoopi Goldberg can't be there for the first episode of The View because she's got it. It's it's clearly happening again. Now, you and I both caught it probably from each other at the same time. Yeah. And, and that was both, how long ago now? About eight months that ago? Was, yeah, November, I yeah. think. Yeah. And that was off of me coming down to visit you. Yeah. And and then we were both down for the count. And, you know, thankfully, we were both out of work. Although I was saying at the time, man, I wish I had a job so I could miss like five days. 
Yeah, right. And instead, now it's just screwing up the time where I yeah. can just be goofing off uh, yeah. using my, my uh, severance. So, so now I'm getting ready to hop back onto a plane. And so my wife says to me, you should probably check in with your physician to see if you should be getting this booster. And Yeah, but it's I not going to keep you from catching it. I, it may not keep me from getting it, but if it reduces the symptoms for me, is right. that reason enough to get but it? Or yeah, but it, here's your thing. If it you, ups my immune system enough where, you know... You maybe, were saying that your biggest concern is that you'll fly out there, you'll catch it, and then you'll be stuck out there for like five days. Paying five more days yeah, of, of hotel, West Coast hotel rates. Before you can fly back because they won't let you on a plane. It's like, yeah. well, it doesn't matter how severe it is, you'll still be... Yeah, no, there's truth to that, too. Right. But is it better to be safe than sorry? And I don't want to be one of these people who is just falling victim to potential conspiracy theory claims because that drives me a little bit nuts. You know, it was 9-11 yesterday, and all the specials were on. Oh, God. And I and was seeing I, some of the I people get on, so far down yeah, those rabbit holes. I like, jumped on Twitter last night and was oh, like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. that they, they came out of the woodwork with the, uh, you know. The conspiracy theories. So it's like, where's the line between, hey, your concerns I don't know. are legitimate or you're getting size for an aluminum foil hat? That's <laughs> that's the problem, is that I will fully admit I don't know anymore. So let me add this wrinkle to the equation. Yeah. I've had the vaccine and I've had two boosters and up until now, I've been perfectly fine. My physician is telling me, don't worry about it. Don't believe this stuff. Right. Well, mentioning the stroke and the blood clot on my brain... Going back to 2015, before the stroke happened, yeah. for a couple of days, I had this like dull ache behind my right eye where the assault occurred, mm-hmm. and I didn't think much of it because that's kind of where the assault occurred, and then the next thing I knew, I'm in a hospital for three days, and I, I can't talk, and yeah. the right side of my body is paralyzed, and thank God I got through that Okay. Over the course of the last couple of days, and I don't know if this is just the power of suggestion or if this is something legitimate, I'm starting to get this like dull ache behind my left eye. It's a vaccine. <laughs> well, and then right away, I'm like, well, should I Google this? And that's always the oh, worst. Don't move. do that. Yeah. That's always the thing that you don't want to do. Never. However, I, I feel like I'm trying to learn the lesson from me ignoring symptoms the last time and what that did to me and how it ruined my life for six months. Like, I couldn't drive, dude. I I couldn't yeah. do anything. I had to inject blood thinners into my stomach like three times a day. It oh, was Jesus. horrible. Yeah. So uh, I look up just for the hell of it, just for fun. Symptoms of an aneurysm. Now, an aneurysm... Basically Why would you is, put yourself through that? Why would you? <laughs> because I don't want to die or have another stroke or a, another brain bleed. Dude, I could literally jump on Google right now and go painful red bump on my wrist, again, and it this, will tell me I'm going to die. This is exactly what I'm telling you. Where is the line on this crap? Right. So then I, I go in there, and it says uh, symptoms for an aneurysm. And for the most part, they say, oh, these are pretty common, and um, a lot of people have them. They don't know it. And they don't have any symptoms, and it's not really a problem unless it bursts. And then if it bursts, it's really a problem. Yeah. So then I said, okay, what's an early sign of an aneurysm if it's going to burst? First symptom, dull ache behind an eye. I'm like, mother effer. Maybe you should and, go to the doctor. And and what causes it to? Like a, a potential blood clot. And again, with the brain. And I'm like, 
you know what, Mike Roy, who listens every day, yeah. he said maybe it's just the stress of working with Jackson. Well, I yeah. didn't think. <laughs> is is that a documented medical condition? It could be. <laughs> I, no, I, what's Sarah's number? I want to give her a call. <laughs> oh, no, no, she, she she had a stroke and passed away. <laughs> It's the stress. There's a, there's a trail of those out there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm so inside my own head right now, and I'm yeah, hating myself I do, for it. it. It's just, you know, I, did you have to get it for work? I, I had to get it no, for work. No, I was not required. Okay, well, we did, all of us, at uh, the station. And, and then, you know. <laughs> How did you feel about that? I know you're somebody who doesn't like to be told what I to do. I don't like to be told what to do. Now, like, if, if it's my decision, that's a different story. Right. But yeah, that that bothered me quite a bit. Them saying this is mandatory and then and then still getting blown out. You know, like you're like, I know. Like, it's like, you know, and there's well, nothing you can do. There's no recourse. And I will tell you that our station. No offense. Um, uh, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but they were flipping God awful with like covid protocol. They were God awful. Awful. Were you broadcasting from home? No, no, we all stayed there. But here's the yeah, thing: same with me. Somebody would get it. Let, let me give you an example, right? So Pierre got it, right? Okay. We all ended up getting it eventually. Uh, Pierre got it, right? And they would never tell you who got COVID. You just, oh, kinda, yeah. you just kind of figured it out on your own. And then an email would go out that says uh, another person, uh, you know, got COVID today, and um, if you were in direct contact with them. Uh, we've already spoken to you, right? Mm-hmm. And so Pierre got it, and nobody spoke to me. Nobody said a word. And within, you know. And you guys were doing crossovers together, oh, right? Yes. Within 24 hours, I realized it was him. And I was like, I literally stood here talking to him face to face for 45 minutes yesterday. Is no one going to tell me, hey, maybe you should take a test? Like, you know, it was more about... Did you the, confront like, them with that? I did. did. And what I was did. their answer? I did. I went to uh, the boss and I said, look, man, um, I said, it's not about me being concerned that I'll catch it or, or anything like that. I said, if you don't want this to tear through here like a wildfire, right? right you need to tell the people that were exposed to it. And um, and here's the thing. And too. I said I follow Pierre every day, and today he tested positive for COVID, and we were standing here. And Bill, Bill said, "Well, you guys change out your microphone screens." Oh my god! And I'm like, "Dude, it's not." But in terms and then of that, it, that happened again. In terms of it tearing through the station like wildfire, yeah. here is the case that I would have made. As they've proven ever since they've fired us, they don't have a lot of able replacements to come in right. and actually do an effective job should the entire station yeah. go down. And, There's and, no farm system. It happened again. I think Jackie got it, who was on after me, and that's a guy I would sit around and BS with for like 45 minutes to an hour every right. single day face-to-face. And again, an email goes out. It's like, you know, someone else has caught it. And uh, if you've been in direct contact with them, we'll let you know. Not a word. And then I realized it was him. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) It's like, all I'm asking is to know so that I can test before I come to work tomorrow. So I don't come in and give it to four more people. Right. It wasn't even about like, you know what I mean? I was like, my concern was that it was going to, you know, just tear through the place and we were all going to be off the air. You know, but they were awful, dude. They just were terrible at it. 
But the yeah. other weird thing that proves that we know so little about it, and especially back then, was even when you and I got it, I spent that entire week with your wife and your son. You and I both got it. My wife picked me up from the airport. And we they drove didn't get home it. an yeah. hour from Boston. Isn't that crazy? And none of them got it. Yeah. And even in these cases where you're saying you had face-to-face contact oh, yeah. Yeah. with these people, you didn't get it off no. of that contact. No. So even that, like, I, that's well, I what will does n- that mean? I will never figure that part out because my wife and son had it at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought for sure, well, I'm clearly going to get it. There's no way around it. I've been face to face with them, you know, for the past week. And even when they had it, I was not like careful. You know what I mean? I was just like, well, they're in my <laughs> house. Yeah, yeah, they're in my house. What am I going to do? I'm just going to get it. And well, get even it my over wife with. to that point, she's like, we were enclosed in a car, right, like, two feet away from each other. If 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 that didn't give it to me, and you know, dude, like, I'm screwed. So my wife right. and kid have it. I don't get it. And I'm like, this makes no sense to me. And then Pierre had it, and then Jackie had it, and all, and Sarah had it. All the people, like, there was a point until, and I had told you this, um, until you and I got it at that comedy club, which is where we think we picked it up. But up until that point, I was like, I'm immune, dude. I can't get this. Clearly, it's a blood type uh, thing or something. And like Shyamalan movie, Unbreakable. I'm like, I'm unbreakable. Because that that was November of 22. I was 100% convinced that I could not get it because every single person in my circle had it and I did nothing to avoid them and had close contact with all of them and never got it. And to it, this it, day, my wife and my stepson, neither one of them has had it. Really? Ever. Yep. And even when I brought it into the house, even when I was in the car with my wife, they have still it's never crazy. Had it. I don't you know, they talked about how contagious it was, but then clearly it's not that contagious. And know. that's what scares me because this is where we can honestly say, look, they don't know. <laughs> oh, they still <laughs> have no flipping clues out there. They have no clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're me, and maybe that's another question for you. You know how the station forced you to get the vaccine? Yeah. Had they not forced you to get it, if nobody was telling you to get it, would you have gotten it anyway? Or would I you don't have said know. No? I don't know. That's a good question. I, I And the, the reason I'll say I don't know is because I didn't have to think about it. I didn't. It was just like, I have to if I want to keep my job, I guess. Right? And so I did. But um, I don't know if I would have got it. I don't know. If you're me... And you have to hop on a plane as everything is ramping up here. Do you get the booster or no? If your doctor tells you, yeah, I think you should get it. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like I said, there's so much garbage out there that I don't know what's true anymore. You know what I mean? You can you can find uh, a handful of people on this side that are absolutely 100 convinced that, uh, 100% convinced that those things are terrible for you and can actually do damage. And then you can have a handful of people on this side that are 100% convinced that uh, they're perfectly safe and will lessen the severity and maybe even help you not get it. Um, and I, I, it's gotten to a point where I just don't know who to believe anymore. Can you believe we're having this intelligent conversation about germs here? When 20 years ago on FNX, we made Big Jim Murray lick a tea pole and drink his own tea. <laughs> We're the same people. He licked the pole in the subway. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Uh, how, much yeah. do you think, how much money do you think we'd have to give him now to oh, do that? Oh, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't, well, I don't I'm know. not so sure. I was going to say that's Big he, Jim. He is a Beasley employee. Yeah. He'll, he'd probably <laughs> Put it do. away for as long as you can here he'd before. Pro- well, that's a thing. So he had to do that. I want to... 
I'm gonna have to. Oh, give that's him, right. I'm gonna have to give him a buzz and go. So, yeah, Jim, what would you think about uh, somebody making you get that shot? Gee, I wonder if he has any opinions. He's usually pretty meek and quiet oh, and keeps yeah, these right. kinds of things to himself. He he loves it when people tell him what to do. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't have any advice for you. I um, I don't know because I'm sitting here going, I don't know what I'm gonna do. You well, know. if I die but from an aneurysm, you, boy, this audio is going to be really interesting and creepy. <laughs> a couple but of weeks. You, you don't all. You also don't want to be the person that gets it, ends up in the hospital, and almost dies. Right. And then, and then you're going, God dang it! I should have got that stupid well, vaccine. And again, it killed my mom. Right. Like, I can never overlook that right. either. Right. And I have, you know, a handful of friends that, uh, yeah, that passed. Our music director at uh, the radio station really passed away from COVID. Rabbi. Yep. Yep. Any underlying health issues? He had a few things. Yeah, he had a few things that were, you know, yeah, yeah. He had some underlying health issues. Because my mom um, did have them, and my dad didn't have as many as she did, and they both got the same strain. It barely even touched him, and it killed her. It was amazing the difference between the two. And these are two right. elderly people. These were people who at the time. 78, 79, somewhere in that range. Well, you know, it's like we'll never understand that crap. It's like you you can have, like, take my house, for example. We could all get the flu tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and uh, it will affect us all differently. There was one year, although I will say there's one thing I do every year. I get the flu vaccine. And uh, I never used to. Let me tell you why. Since COVID, I started. When I Because about five years ago, uh, my wife and son got it. And I was like, I'm not getting a, I'm not getting a vaccine. I never get the flu. It's not a big deal. And if I do, I'll tough it out. Whatever. Blah blah blah. And uh, we all got the flu at the same time. My wife and kid who had gotten the flu vaccine were over it within 36 hours. Okay, mm-hmm. like and, and it wasn't that bad. It was like a really bad cold. And within 36 hours, they both felt great and were back to work and back to school. I was down for like eight days. Like it was murder. It was the worst flu I've had, and it was terrible. And my wife's like, told ya. <laughs> She's like, had you gotten it, it wouldn't have been as bad. Similar thing to something we covered earlier. We had the same issue here in the house with the genital wards. She had received the vaccine. Yeah. I hadn't, and uh, I still hadn't. She's free and clear, so, you know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Let's. Uh, I, we got time to probably play like one more song, come back and uh, say our goodbyes. What do you say? Let's, oh yeah, uh, God, it's boy today went by fast. Yeah, it flew by. Let's uh, let's do some Marilyn Manson. It's Lunchbox, and it's on the Ground Control Radio Network. <laughs>
It's Marilyn Manson, Lunchbox, and it's on the Ground Control Radio Network. Jackson and the Pharmacist, thank you so much for locking in this afternoon. We do appreciate it. Spread the word, folks. Uh, tell your friends about it. Download the Ground Control Radio app. You can do it on the Google Play Store or the App Store. Or you even know, uh, enable the skill may- on Alexa. We mentioned, and do I sound like crap right now? It seems like I, I might. Because I no, you're good. You're seat. still good. Okay. Uh, we were mentioning how fast everything went today. I just got this in my DMs. Two hours isn't enough. The people want more, Jackson. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we have two more hours in us, but uh, it's great to hear. And yeah. Yeah, thanks to everybody. Yeah, today. spread the word, man. The more people tune in, the uh, better the odds are that we'd go longer, I guess. But, you know. Um, spread the word and you can find us on Facebook, Jackson, J-A-X-O-N and the pharmacist. Uh, we have a Facebook page there. You can also find, uh, Brian on Instagram at Bri, B-R-I farm, P-H-A-R-M at Bri farm. Uh, and yours truly on Instagram and Twitter at Jackson, J-A-X-O-N in Philly, Jackson in Philly. So that's uh, Twitter and Instagram. And I think that's probably my uh, handle on TikTok too, but I don't use that very often. I do, uh, once in a blue moon. I don't have a handle on TikTok. No. People have made me feel like I'm too old for TikTok. Do you ever get that one? Um, Somebody convinced me to jump on it, and I was like, all right, cool. So I, I use it here and there, but uh, I prefer Instagram, to be honest with you. I'll stick with OnlyFans. Thank you yep. very much. <laughs> I'm going to start an OnlyFans account. I am. I'm going to show my feet. There's going to be somebody out there that's into that, because there's, I'm going to have to cancel lid. Hulu. I'm going to have to cancel Hulu and Paramount Plus to be able to afford your OnlyFans. Here's a lid for every pot, dude. You never know. <laughs> Seriously, you never know. You never know. You could throw up pictures of your feet and have 10,000 followers. Who knows? Um, all right, so thanks so much for listening. And we will, again, spread the word. And we'll be back here tomorrow afternoon at, uh, at 3 o'clock. All right? Have a pleasant evening.